six squirrels. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of How Did This Get Booked? I, of course, am your host, Jake Manning, and I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job except selling popcorn. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my tag partner, my best friend, Zane Riley. Just want to go ahead and just say best friend yeah, and piss off all my other best friends. We're going to just try to umbrella everything, and that's what we got. That's what that's what I got. Zane, how are you doing today? Slightly inebriated, man. Slightly I, I had some stuff like I'd, I had to do some stuff earlier, and then I had like a big gap between then and now, and I didn't want to go back to my side of town, so I went to one of our local fine breweries to buy some t-shirts, mm-hmm. and and, and t- buy some t-shirts quotations. Um, what, <laughs> that's a real weird term. Like, what if I just started? Oh, I went to go buy some t-shirts, but I just went and got. Shit I out. looked at you weird. Okay, uh, well, I actually did buy. I'm I, glad you acknowledged the weirdness that I, happened in the room. I did buy t-shirts from Legion Brewery uh, Brewing in 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 Charlotte here. From a guy who primarily wears uh, tank tops tank and tops. cutoffs. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the sleeves off. Oh, okay. calm down. Okay. Don't get ahead of me. Okay, why don't you buy some tanks? Just uh, buy some tanks. They they don't make them in fat guy sizes. They only had girls large as their biggest size in oh, tank tops. Okay. So that's sexist. <laughs> They're kinds of pieces of shit for that. But anyway, uh, I haven't drank in a while. Like, weird, I know. But, uh, so, two beers did a really good job. Breaking, so, breaking stereotypes of Zane Rally. Right? Went to the gym today. It was, I, I mean, I, I got lost and ended up there, but I, I was there. I did it. You're yeah. not You're not even the same person anymore. I'm probably going to fast tomorrow. I don't so, know. so it's like I have two new people on the podcast, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and I hate wrestling, so we're both... <laughs> Her and I are, well, I, are I, right there together. I, I'm sure our non-wrestling fan definitely does hate wrestling now. I don't think we, we swayed her on this at all. But uh, our non-wrestling fan joining us today is comedian Crystal Ramey. Crystal, how are you doing I'm today? doing great. I, I appreciate I you coming on the podcast. I want to cry a little bit. What, what's I, your sobriety level? How many t-shirts did you buy today? I did not buy any t-shirts oh, like. today. Yeah, this I, show's I, way better with t-shirts. I almost bought a couple t-shirts the other day, you know what I'm saying? But but like I worked out yesterday and it was a struggle and then that cancels oh, yeah. out everything. So I was just like, I want to count. I'm almost 36 years old. I want every one of the, these crunches to count. I want all of this, you know. You got to get these, this caloric intake has to go to the proper places. All these lunges are excruciating, okay? Especially with no ACL. Like I want every bit of it to count. I'm tired just hearing about it. I know. That's only the first third of my workout, my Barf. friend. Barf. <laughs> but Crystal, I appreciate you coming on the program today, but I more appreciate you watching the wrestling show that we'll be discussing today. Okay. But before we get there, what is your background exposure to professional wrestling? Like, what did you know about it before I asked you to do this podcast? Nothing. Nothing. So you never never saw it? It never penetrated your life in any Penetration, way? Penetration. That's an interesting word. Um, I feel, I feel penetrated after watching it. <laughs> <that. laughs> um, well, TNA will do that to you. Uh, yeah. I, I actually wrote that. Writes I like, itself, guys. I was like, TNA? Um, nada. I think I remembered vaguely. Woo. You went on a roller coaster one time? Yeah. <laughs> Penetration. You walk past a bar in Valentine. <laughs> like... Getting cat calls. You want to talk about it here? It's a good forum, I suppose. Uh, so, 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 no concept like other than maybe seeing a Dwayne the Rock Johnson say, movie. Like not even that. Do you know uh, who the Rock is? I do. I don't. I don't know that. You've I've never seen Fast and Furious. <laughs> like, no. Okay. 
I'm, this I, is, why are you judging me? Right I'm now? not judging you. I don't, listen. I, I wish because we're sponsored a, by Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, listen, I, I wish I could be in the same boat as you. <laughs> I wish I, I have never seen any oh, of them, man. but I've seen two of them, and it upsets me. <laughs> like, Saw the Tooth Fairy, and that shit was great. <laughs> I just like just so no ever any thoughts ever about pro wrestling. Like, then you're perfect. Don't don't get us wrong. Uh, we're not making fun of you. You are the prime candidate yeah you're exactly but i'm not trying to make fun of you i just i, <laughs> I usually somebody somebody said like Weird. at least Aww. somebody has said like oh, i've heard of the undertaker before but the fact that you've heard nothing I, I i it's very hard for me to like meet anybody that's like no it's never affected my life it's never i've never been exposed I feel like to I it vaguely heard of junkyard dog holy Wait, shit there we go there we go that's the point the obscurity that's no. the obscurity no you're correct no so it, it, that's what i want to know because i want to know what from my sport penetrates because we try and we're a lot of penetration. A lot of penetration. When you wow. see, she hasn't even said yes. This Where's might not be. Where's the entire of this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to penetrating wrestling. When you see a bunch of TNA, you just think about penetration. Welcome to how did this get penetrated? <laughs> but no, like, I, like, because we in, in the professional wrestling business, we try and find people like you, get you interested in pro wrestling, and then hook you because when the business is always at its best, is when more mainstream fans know it exists. So I try and get figure out what. Somebody that's obviously doesn't watch on a regular basis has no clue about what what are the things that impact your life? What are the impressions that you pick up from probably just flipping through the channels that you see of it? You know, because I mean, the WWE especially has tried so hard to break into the mainstream and be something that's always, you know, pops up on Google immediately, be on SNL and NBC and major networks and stuff like that. And the idea of being in movies and everything else. So the fact that Junkyard Dog is something that just <laughs> that I know I could connect with. So. I don't know. See over here? Like yeah, I'm looking at all the action figures. No. Oh. I, I don't think he's in, in that set right there. You're a unicorn. Thank you. Yeah. So so Junkyard Dog is the only thing that's ever connected to you. <laughs> that sticks out to you about I, wrestling. Yeah, perfect. I don't even know where I heard about him. <laughs> okay, that's why I, I just remember couldn't pick him out in Dead Guy Lineup. Well, I it, probably could not. Well, it's funny that you bring up Junkyard Dog. That's the first, uh, one of my earliest memory, memories ever is the Junkyard Dog's match. I can't, I can't figure it out if it's his match with Terry Funk or his match with Ted DiBiase. I remember my earliest memories of seeing is a Junkyard Dog match versus somebody in black trunks, which when I look up the footage, it's either Ted DiBiase or it's Terry Funk. I Same can't guy. figure out if that's the match or whatever, but I just remember vividly junkyard dog entering my life and like thinking pro wrestling is the coolest thing ever <laughs> obviously you didn't feel the same but that's okay that, but that's why you're on the podcast today in. and i appreciate you and love you for it <laughs> he wanted them cakes and you're like nah, I don't <laughs> no cakes. No, I, I don't feel like grabbing cakes okay like no thank you no thank you whatsoever. but that's part of the reason why you're here we, we basically take a non-wrestling fan and subject them to subpar professional wrestling. We penetrate them with bad wrestling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> normally, it's just the tip when it comes to penetration. We don't necessarily give you the full 12 inches. You went, you went whole hog for Victory you went, Road. You went whole hog on a show that is almost nearly three hours long. Jesus fucking um, Christ. Is that the tip? Because, no, wow. no, no. The tip would be about 45 minutes. Stick a this is a there. full 12. Okay. <laughs> this is... Whew. Lexington still level shit. <laughs> Put a pop a testicle in there at the same time. It's real fucked up. When you said Lexington Steel, I I've been listening to a lot of James Bond podcasts, and I went to Remington Steel. I'm like, so you mean J- Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Like you would full Pierce Brosnan? No, with, well, that's also that's even better. <laughs> I mean, we went full Pierce Brosnan with this uh, wrestling pay per view. 
<laughs> uh, but let's get into the particulars of the show what because the we have we, 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 we have a long way to go and we can't dick around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been another episode of How This Get Booked. Bye. See, I'm on fire today. I took the two alpha brains today. I'm on fire. Didn't mess up the intro. We're ready to roll and we're ready to get the particulars of this show. The show that we watched is Total Nonstop Action. Victory Road 2011. The show took place at the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. The the show took place on March 13th, 2011. March 13th is actually my birthday. Um, Actually, there's somebody else whose birthday we'll get into. I was about to say. Matt Jackson's birthday as well. We share a birthday. It's so funny that one of the most over guys and the most under guys in (laughs) professional wrestling share the same birthday. Attendance for the show uh, was 1,100 people, according to Wikipedia. Of course, I think that's about what the Impact Zone holds. I imagine for their pay-per-view, they fill it up. And then this is the seventh Victory Road in the TNA lineup of Victory Roads. And the tagline for the show is, Victory is reserved for those who are willing to pay the price. What a hell of a tagline. I know, right? And I feel like it should have been just something simple like Victory Road is for winners. Like, that would be a great one. I, 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 I'm just saying, TNA, if you're looking for a marketing director or Impact Wrestling or Global Force or whatever you're calling yourself yeah. these days. Not, look, not, uh, it's not GFW anymore. It's not GFW? No, as of like two or three days ago. I don't fucking know. Maybe uh, by the time this podcast, I'll be back to it. Okay? WWE owns it now. But uh, well, the, the poster for the show that was on the cover of the DV is a picture of Kurt Angle, who is not on the pay-per-view. So, yeah. Why would he be? Um, that's, that's whatever. And one of the promotional <laughs> things... At this time, I should we should give a footnote of what was going on in TNA uh, that you didn't necessarily see on this pay-per-view, Crystal, was this is about the time of the notorious uh, 3 promos, which was basically a... Not the 3 3 Oh, the 3 3 Oh, she... Oh, that's the, that and Junkyard Dog are the two yeah. things she's exposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. It was uh, it was this pay-per-view because uh, you know TNA was notorious for people jumping over from, from WWE and this was going on and this was going on just after the two twenty one eleven promos that WWE wow. ran. To, you know, not to be confused with the two twenty two eleven, which everybody your books out at home, which everybody thought was a signal that Sting was coming to WWE was the two twenty one eleven ones, but re- but really it was the return of the Undertaker. Yeah, uh, for the so, police. So then, when, uh, oh, and that was the thing, like not the, the guy from like, the police. No. No, no, yeah, different thing. <laughs> this thing, you, this thing that you actually saw uh, wrestle, quote unquote, on the show. <laughs> Is that where the scorpion came yes, from? Yes, the scorpion. Yes. That's the guy. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was. Um, okay. But in fact, the three three eleven promos was the return of Sting, and people were quite mad about that because they wanted. Sting Have you seen this it, this pay per view? Ain't nobody happy about shit. No, <laughs> and the thing is, I think it, I I feel like part of the reason why this show gets lumped in as one of the worst is because people are very oh, hard mm-hmm. on TNA. Like they were very, and the thing is, this three three eleven is like ten days earlier, so they're already shitting all over. TNA, like, they didn't want Sting to come back because they wanted him to go to WWE because yeah, we yeah. all know that was fantastic when it happened. Yeah. Um, but Which ended uh, up happening, like, uh, four or five years later. Yeah. So, like, they really they really hammered TNA on, uh, on Twitter. And actually, I saw an entire two pages full. In 2011? In 2011. Twitter of, was around? Yes. Twitter was a big thing. Then. Just people just hammering Dixie about just every <laughs> name in the book in TNA about, you know, re-signing Sting. So, because people really wanted Sting in TNA. And it basically kind of like, WWE was good, probably going to sign Got with it. it. it was down there. So. Yeah, yeah. Every, it's still today. 
Everyone still is. Yes. It I wrote down true. one of my notes. I said, why is everyone mad at Dixie Carter? <laughs> <laughs> Which Someone is the most understated question ever. <laughs> Get the sound clips ready, guys. We're going to go fucking global with this episode. I, I like how that's like the first thing you recognize out of the opening thing. Like, you're like yeah, at this moment in time, all you know is Junkyard Dog and... Why is everybody mad at Dixie Carter? Dixie Carter? Just this lovely lady. How could you be mad at her? <laughs> I like For her. killing the wrestling business, sweetheart. That's why. Like, if anything, if your message of a company is like, we just hate Dixie Carter. Like, and obviously that's what TNA was at this time. Is That's the one thing they wanted to get over. Not that they were innovating the business or doing anything different or Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff are running it. No, we just hate Dixie Carter. Fuck that's this their main message. <laughs> You know, like, Ring of Honor, Honorable, yeah. you know, like, competition, and then Evolve, Evolving the Business. No, no TNA is all about just shitting on <laughs> TNA, fuck you, Dixie. <laughs> that would have been a better tagline. <laughs> Victory Road, go fuck yourself, Miss Carter. <laughs> and your money that's, like, keeping people afloat and yeah. giving them their dream of wrestling, you know? No. Like, yeah, fuck her. Yeah, right? You know? Doing such good things in there. F- funding a wrestling promotion that's fell on hard times. Yeah, so all yeah. you druggies can fucking have somewhere to work. Ooh. Yes, said he's not listening. No, or or all 12 of them yeah. are <laughs> But we started the show off with an intro video with Sting. Uh, a whole bunch of background, so I'm, I'm assuming that you're all caught up with Sting's career now, Crystal, with, by after watching that intro video. Uh, I think so. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. That was very dramatic. It, it was the very opening. dramatic. Very, just... very dramatic. And they, they, they led to him making that return and winning the belt from Jeff Hardy. And which I find is funny is that that is the main event of this program. So you gave that match away for free on television. Yeah. And now we're using it as the main event to buy a pay-per-view. It's almost like running a, a free show to advertise for your upcoming show in a town. Yeah. Which... With the same lineup and everything. Pretty much. So... That's kind of where we're at, but let's just let's just tear into this card right away. We're already 15 minutes in, so we need to keep this it's moving. It's been some gold, though. Yeah, it's been some gold, but we got to keep this moving at a pretty fast clip if we want to get to this entire show. And we start off the show with match number one, Bully Ray versus Tommy Dreamer, Falls Count Anywhere match. What are your thoughts on this match, Crystal? Um, my, my thoughts were, um, first of all, the pyrotechnics. When they bring on the different matches, remind me of 80s hair bands. Okay. <laughs> I feel like they were trying to infuse that. Okay. Um, in terms of Bully Ray, I asked, why is he carrying around a trash can and a stick? Is he <laughs> concerned about the environment? or He's picking up trash on the way to the ring. Is that, well, it's, it's, is that it's, his shtick? Guys. And she held up a stick here in the studio, so we're also getting prop comedy out there. But only if you watch us on the live Facebook feed. Well, let's that we don't have yet. Let's table that idea okay. because <laughs> tables are actually his big thing, okay. and, and actually the the finish of the match of of Devon coming out and doing the three D through the table. That's Devon and Bully Ray were actually partners. They're a part of the Dudley Boys Team Three D, and their thing. Was, they're brothers. They're brothers. Oh, from a different mother. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that, that's why that that finish. That's why I liked it so much. It was a nice, cool little thing. Yeah, no, was... you know, you know, I, I I like that. But like, you know, the tables. That was the big thing with that. But I gotta tell you what, the unsung hero of this whole match is the inflatable doll. 
yeah. I'm going to say the unsung hero is the minion at the very beginning oh, of the match. I said... Oh, yeah, I forgot about the why minion. Why would you beat his ass with a minion? I, he it's bumped his not, ass off for that stuffed animal. That is not fair to the minion. Poor minion? And ta- Poor minion. And, and Taz had no clue what a minion yeah. was. What is this shit? None. Not a single idea. Despicable him. Yes. <laughs> but I like how like these guys that are, are super serious and probably tell kids all the time that they're you're making pro wrestling you're look like a joke. Killing it. But they're bumping for stuffed animals yeah. and working in inflatable dolls and, mm-hmm. and and doing inside jokes on the promo. An mm-hmm. inside joke between uh, uh, Bully Ray and Tommy Dream is they call each other fat all the time. So when he called him a fat ass at the end of it, it was basically like saying, "Aha, big joke," you know. Like, mm. You know, like if he, if Zane always made jokes yeah. about me not having hair and if we were doing some promo in the ring and like, take that baldy, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. But before, but, before that, like Bubba Ray back in the day was like every bit of 320, 340, just flab. Oh yeah. But this now is he's when, in a, be- a little bit better of a shape. He's on his way to being pretty fucking jacked. Yeah. This, this, is the, this is about the time before he's looking the best he's ever looked in his entire life. Probably. Yeah. So. Um, what what are else your some of your thoughts, Crystal? Let's make sure they're heard. Um, your handwriting is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, and oh a fabulous goodness. notebook as well. Yeah. I said uh, he should not be wearing Yankees gear, and he should also not be disrespecting the best Van Halen album of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he had fifty one fifty. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Clearly, I'm focusing on the right <laughs> things here. Fair <laughs> bands and. <laughs> Van Halen. How dare you bring up, How dare you bring up 5150 when OU182 is still in existence, okay? <laughs> Look, boys. Take off that Van Halen t-shirt for you jinx the band and they break up. Yeah, right. Um, I did comment about the blow-up doll. I said, isn't this a family event? Like, no. TNA. And then he body slams the blow-up doll, too, and I, I just thought that was inappropriate. That poor blow-up doll. I felt bad for the blow-up doll. <laughs> I'm telling you, unsung hero. Yeah, that and the minion. Yep, stole the show. Those guys could go on to be a good tag team. Exactly. I I also wanted to know, like, what is the point of the ref? (laughs) Well, (laughs) and that was throughout any match. This is this is a bit of the false count anywhere. No DQ. Like the refs very just there to count to three or or count a submission, and that's so. I'm sure that's very confusing to you. It was Mm. very, especially when other matches just ignore the referee. Yeah. Um, but this one in particular, uh, just throw it out the window. Don't, Don't don't don't. This would be the one where it's okay to be like, yeah. He's he's useless. Yeah. So, okay. but you know, I gathered that. Yeah, but I, I think this whole match works on on all levels. I don't know how you feel. I for it. for what it was and for the nostalgia that it would bring to this show, it's perfect. Yeah. Maybe I don't know if it. I don't know first match perfect, but it would yeah. have been a good like palate cleanser somewhere later, like after the X Division match, and then this happened. Oh yeah. Good yeah. times. Or if you put this as semi main, I, I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. kind of brings up kind of gets whole... people ready. Well, if the semi, if the actual main event was an actual match, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He would definitely, but that it could set up a false stage for what the yeah. main event. But I, but I like, I like every bit of this. Yeah. This no, was it was fun. a very good match. This is great. It was fun. Yeah. But yeah. It was. It was. But I think it was it campy maybe... when it should be, but it was also hard hitting. It was roundabout story. Came back full. One package done. Like here it is. And and Devon comes out with his kids. Like he's got some good looking kids, right? Well, why aren't they wrestlers? Yeah, like why are they not at NXT right yeah. now, making you know all kinds of money? 
Like, you mean the the guy in the neck brace yeah. yes. and the one who had a concussion or something like yeah. that? Yeah, like those two right. guys. Uh, yeah. Devon's kids. Sons. Sons. Yeah. Real, okay. like, legit kids, right? Yeah, I, I imagine so. <laughs> I, I don't think they're nice. Maybe they don't know. Might have gone from the same, same agency as the stunt grannies. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't man. know. I don't know. <laughs> stunt grannies. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, but moving right along, anything else we have to say about this match? Okay. We go to a backstage segment where we have Velvet Sky, Angelina Love, and Winter backstage uh, talking to Christy Hemi. Now, uh, Crystal... What are your what are your thoughts on on these these ladies that you see before you as a woman? Are they ladies? I didn't. Know. <laughs> are you a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but I just feel like they were either. Um, I wasn't sure what was happening. I don't think anybody knows. No. This is that weird winter Angelina Love angle that I don't know if we were to believe that Angelina Love was hypnotized or a willing participant. But I think maybe the most confusing thing is I think this is the time where Christy Hemming was one of the most top paid people in the company. Yeah. Because... I mean, that dumb money. Yeah, because the the rationale was like, oh, she's part of television production and we want to keep our consistency with our TV people, like Mm -hmm. our announcers and stuff like that. So she was getting paid probably more than all three of these women yeah. who go out there and wrestle and put their bodies on the line. She probably got paid more than everybody in match number two. To tell you a little bit about TNA, it's more of a ride on the Universal Studios uh, tour than it is a wrestling company. It's like they would stand outside and like if you were just like at Universal Studios all day, uh, they would give you free tickets to come inside and you would go inside to get some AC because it's hot. And that's what a lot of like those yeah. crowds are. Exactly, yeah. It, very much like that. Yeah, very much like that. So like, you'll have the people that actually know what the fuck's going on, but then you'll just have a bunch of people that are just cheering because there's AC. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's almost, yeah, there, there's some people that see it as Indiana Jones stunt show. Yeah. And then there's another group of people that go to this just so they can trash it on Twitter and mm. Facebook and look cool. Yeah, and those guys, they call fans. Yes, exactly. <laughs> those pieces of shit are the fans. Exactly. That, that's, that's the weird amalgamation. Like, a lot of, a lot of people we know uh, work for TNA or Global Force, whoever, and they're, and they're getting opportunities to live their dreams of being a professional wrestler, being that they, they are paid, and their main source of income is TNA wrestling. But at the same time, too, fans like to shit on that and wish it would just burn to the ground, mm-hmm. even though if they closed, there'd be less people working and less people making money off professional mm-hmm. wrestling. And then they wouldn't have as much to bitch about. So exactly. Like. So what's the difference between WWE and TNA? Just uh, different companies, different strokes. 10,000 people per show. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, too, is that the WWE, like, if they had 1,100 people at a show, it would be the the most colossal failure that they've had in the last decade, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's it'd not be like your, it'd be a like your, they, they run basically here. Here's a, here's a better analogy. Um, WWE, when they come to town, even for a house show, non-televised, they're going to run time Warner. Mm-hmm. Is it still time Warner? Uh, spectrum, but... spectrum, the spectrum arena. Yeah. They're going to run that downtown. That no matter what they're going to go. Okay. TNA, they're going to go to Cabarrus arena. Okay. That kind of gives you a just of, of that. The, okay. WWE is Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, TNA is uh, probably Doug Stanhope. That would be maybe a little bit better of an analogy. Okay. He's, he's going to take whatever room he wants, but he's want to mm. keep his own money and keep costs down. 
But 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 Doug Stanhope's gonna demand more respect than probably TNA will. Yeah. I got you. Like like Doug Stanhope's gonna uh, bite back when you when you criticize him on Twitter. Where TNA will just kind of take it. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, it'll be your your major league teams versus your like high school basketball team. Mm-hmm. Kind of got thing. it. Okay. Um, but let's get to match number two, uh, since we're talking about the women, right? We have Rosita and Sarita. You know, we're really running out of ideas for girls' names here in the Hispanic community. <laughs> versus Winter and Angelina Love. And I like how, like, um, Sarita like, talks about how Rosita is her cousin, which is not true. Um, <laughs> and almost racist. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, Okay, I th- uh, it's coming from her position. I think she's allowed to do what she wants, yeah. but, uh, anyways. She can say it, we can't. Uh, Rosita is actually Sarah Stock. She's actually a, a world traveler in the sense that she's wrestled for AAA, CMLL, Japan, and she's actually a current trainer at WWE at the oh. Performance Center. Uh, but yeah, Sarah Stock, um, Dark Angel, um, world-renowned. Uh, I mean, she's she was considered one of the best female wrestlers in the world, so when I read on her Wikipedia page she's the current trainer at WWE, I was like, oh, good for her. Yeah, she's, she makes sense. She paid her due. She was Canadian, and like you know, the Canadian pipeline that sends you straight to Mexico, yeah, you know, and, and Japan and stuff like that. She was infiltrated in that, and she's had some really good matches and considered one of the best female wrestlers on the planet. So this is like really kind of her only run on television yeah. whatsoever. Um, but uh, obviously, no Spanish because she spent so much time down there. But uh, uh, we need to talk with about Taz's commentary on the way to the ring. Ugh. It got. Very, I love how even him and Mike Tanay, even Mike Tanay as well, uh, very uh, dirty old manish. <laughs> but when the bell rings, they're fine. Yeah, it's the weird. It's the weirdest thing. You can pick up like dirty old men during the entire intro. Which oh shit, this is on. Which <laughs> textbook caller number lockup. Which I'm sure Taz would would say they're asking for it in the intro <laughs> because of the what? way Angelina Love is getting You're in the ring. Dirty, but yeah. uh, but once the match starts, it's it's fine and they just normalize and they call it like a regular match. Where yeah. like back in 1997 WWE, Jerry Lawler would still be talking about puppies. puppies yeah. But Crystal, as a woman, uh, what are your thoughts on just this whole display? Soiree. I said um, nagging in Spanish. Is just as annoying <laughs> in any other language. Um, and I said, porn has better acting than this. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, the commentary. I think he said something about the way she straddled the rope on the way <laughs> to the ring. And I was like, wow, that doesn't ruin your athletic credibility at all. But I talked about about athletes when the bell rung, Crystal. <laughs> and what cracked me up is during the match, you call it match? Yeah, it's yeah? match. Okay, cool. Well, that'll work. You can call um, it whatever you want. Um, he said something, I, I don't know which one, the one with the New York accent, I think. Yeah, Taz. Taz. He was like, well, that's a strange bird. I mean, pigeon. I'm like, it's still a bird. It's not Still better. Either. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't turn into Barack Obama by fixing that. <laughs> like, no, it's not better at all. Strange bird. I mean, slut. I mean, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, chicken head. Goddammit. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> but yeah, but he did. That's, that was on. He used to say the, let the pigeons loose when they would like. Is that his the puppy? That, that was that was his puppies. So, so it's pigeon a vagina in this case then? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't I'm not sure about uh, <laughs> I don't even think he knows. I don't think he knows. Um but I uh, I, I think this we should we should 
to make mention of this. It only happened for a few short seconds. Because I, I want to believe that the fans realized how dumb this was. <laughs> I want to believe that they realized how dumb this was. But there were a few seconds in this match, uh, not too long after the promo, where the fans were chanting, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> now, let me say this. Winter Uh-oh, no is German. Yep. Angelina Love, Canadian. Canadian yep. uh, Sarita who I imagine those USA chants are directed to, yeah. also Kenny. <laughs> Rosita, though, USA. Whoa! So... Wait, the one with the most Spanish name? Yes. The only American. The only American. So Just want to remind everybody, say everybody, it's USA. I, I think that's the, the, the biggest, because that, that is a common thing, of, <laughs> of wrestling fans just chanting USA yeah. for a Canadian in the ring. Like That's happened many a times, like Bret Hart would be wrestling Yokozuna. And Canadian and a, and a Samoan. Yes, from some, somebody from Samoa, America, taking on a Canadian, but yet the fans are chanting USA. There's many, many examples of that. But I think this one, this match, has to be the, <laughs> the most, most ironic, the most ironic, <laughs> ludicrous USA chant for non-USA people ever. If you need a barometer as to where we lie, this is the one. This is the one. It has to do better than this. One. So. I also took note. That there was like a British flag hanging in the... In the front row, yes. Yeah. Yes. As they're chanting USA, so I just thought... <laughs> well, this should be a pay-per-view, and since you, you can get into it, like I'm sure somebody from the UK came, because actually TNA This would have been like Explosion Times too, wouldn't it? Like, that was their yeah, England show. Their yeah, yeah. Show. It, like, England, like, the UK very much supported TNA, because mm-hmm. they were just very happy to get American wrestling and... Like, it's still big there. Yeah, it's still big. It's still big. Like like when TNA is in a bit of trouble, they just go over and do a UK tour. Yeah. They make all kinds of money. Yeah. So mm. It's always a good go-to for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say about this finish. Uh, what do you think of it, Crystal? The finish is the where, end of the end where of someone match. wins. I said, how did they lose? <laughs> <laughs> We're all I, losers I, here today, guys. I didn't guys, understand don't how they lost. And I said, and what's wrong with Velvet? She seemed very upset. <laughs> that's oh. a good question uh, Zane as somebody with a trained eye what do you think what are you trying to say are we just not even trying guys like, yeah because we... are you done are you just done like you're just like you know what I'm pretty I'm done yeah. I'm gonna go uh, yeah I felt like what could have helped this whole finish like I feel like this whole pay-per-view there were a lot of examples of some very creative finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them came off, you know, as a thing like, oh, okay, that was interesting and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And there's other ones where like, ooh, you really mm-hmm. were swinging. You that one in, eh? Yeah, you phoned that in and you're swinging it for the fences and you really missed. Like there's a bunch of examples of them being very creative and almost yeah. too creative for, for any sense of it. And yeah. I think this would have been fine, but I feel like a good run through couple of times yeah. with an agent probably could have worked all of this out like it's i feel like if you walk walk through this full speed mm-hmm. this could have worked yeah but i don't think they did that no it's like we'll um, get it at the end you they'll get it yeah i i i don't think like i i appreciate them trying because yeah. i always pre- appreciate anybody being creative mm-hmm. and but there was just so much going on <laughs> that I, I feel like you could have done far less. So convoluted. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I, I, so I don't want to penalize him for being creative, but the, I do want to penalize him for maybe not. Well, there was a lot of matches on this show specifically where like, 
all the build up is fantastic, and then the end is just like, eh, and I'm done. Yeah, it's it's hot. I'm sweaty. I'm done. Yeah, but I wish they would have said that you know, <laughs> five minutes earlier, ten minutes earlier. Again, with almost every fucking match. Yeah, everyone I, going twenty fucking minutes. I, I think that's the thing too. Is like I think TNA is probably thinking like, oh, we'll be more creative, and we'll just give them more wrestling. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. And you're spending all that time wrestling, given all the like build up. It's just you could have done that in ten minutes, man. Would have been just as happy. Yeah. Anything else to say about this this match? No, because before I mean, we, we want to get to these these fabulous. It could have been worse, but like you know, it could have been like the next couple matches. Yeah, uh, but before we get there, we get to the Jarrett's honeymoon clips. Do, do you feel that women were properly portrayed in wrestling? No, 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 okay. no. Fuck this. <laughs> Which actually, TNA's knockout division was, you know. Very stellar, progr- stellar, and progressive at the time, but I think most people see this as probably a a, a rough patch in that history. Yeah, I, I would I would say, but I mean, you just got rid of Sojo Bolt a few years mm-hmm. earlier, so I'm going to penalize you for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but now she's here paying your rent, so you're paying your mortgage, so it's okay. Exactly. If you had Sojo Bolt on this, LCD, <laughs> I would have probably uh, been much more happier with the way the women were portrayed on here. So Sojo Bolt did, is his girlfriend. This is that's 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 Josie. So. I will, I will stand by that since you didn't put Soldier Bolt on here. Uh, knock against you and for shame the way that you treated women. A wag of the finger. A wag of the finger. <laughs> but uh, we do get to the honeymoon clips, which we will see it's throughout. so weird. Maybe we'll get to that when we get to the culmination. Uh, we get to a Matt Morgan promo, which is... You know, it's Matt Morgan. Happens. He's got a dick on his chest. Yeah, he does. Um, which is match, which leads to the match number three, Hernandez versus Matt Morgan in a first blood match. Crystal, what are your thoughts on this match? You haven't seen really a regular match since we've started this thing. <laughs> and you're still not gonna. And you still probably won't for quite some time. No, not this show. <laughs> not this show. But can I just talk about the interview for a minute? Yeah, by all means. Okay, so is his like, nickname the Blueprint? Yes. Which would, which is... The work of an architect, right? But when he had his interview, I felt like there was a big time delay from his brain to his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> it's is, not right. Yeah. And then he, I said, he, he probably needs a helmet. And um, does he have an underbite? Does he have a really bad underbite? <laughs> like a bulldog. <laughs> a little bulldog. <laughs> I just said you can't trust a man with an underbite. <laughs> Agreed. Um, and then I said, even my Fitbit. Told me to turn this crap off. <laughs> hey like, man, you got like some steps you need to get in. Please like, get the fuck you need out. To move now. Do something. Does he call him Sean a lot in this promo? Like he calls Fernandez Sean. Yeah, and I think like, he does. Come yeah. on, Sean. Come on, Sean. <laughs> I think I got confused because it was yeah. Hernandez, right? Yeah. And then, and then first blood. So they literally have to inflict harm and. Until someone bleeds. Mm-hmm. That's fun, isn't it? I mean, arguably, but yeah. not, not the way they do it. Oh, not the way they do it. No. But uh, let me let me fill in a little uh, blanks for you, much like there's blanks here. Matt there's Morgan. a lot of blanks. Much like there's, much, much, Just a whole blank page right now. Just you want to write stuff here? Much like there are blanks in Matt Morgan's DNA. <laughs> yes. Which leads me into why he is called the Blueprints. Because uh, a video game developer and private astronaut... Wait a minute. What is a private astronaut? Like he builds his own spaceships in an attempt to take himself to the moon? Yes. 
Are you serious? Really? Not not Matt Morgan. No, like, but, oh, like I'm, I know, no, he's no, no, not no, that I, But yeah. the, but uh, I'm saying that this this, this video game developer and pi- private astronaut basically took Matt Morgan's DNA because he feels like he is the perfect uh, human specimen, uh, specimen uh-huh. and shot his DNA into space uh-huh. in hopes that aliens or whoever's out there will find that or us as humans will live on. Uh, through him, like it'll, somehow that DNA much, will make it to a planet and begin the evolutionary process, a la uh, Prometheus. So fantastic! So I'm gonna go ahead and go home. Hum- <laughs> you human life as we know it is getting passed on by this man right here. Oh, a bunch of underbites. <laughs> gonna be a bunch of Matt Morgans and Matt Morgans with vaginas. And same thing is they say a Ew. DNA. They say, <laughs> they say a DNA sample. So I don't know if he just like jizzed. Yeah, like, like his yeah. jizz got shot into space. Like I don't. Well, we, we were gonna take your blood, but we don't have that type of insurance. We jerk <laughs> off in this cup. Yeah, like this is weird, but okay. <laughs> like, how do you feel about humanity now, Krista? Like, <laughs> I don't feel good how about do you feel it. about the future? That's where it's at. I don't feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go buy some life. T-shirts. <laughs> we got a whole shit ton of t-shirts real fast <laughs> well I, I don't think, I'm real clothed right now I'm gonna stick with the fact that it is jizz because I don't think Matt Morgan is willing to give up any blood no. because of what happened in this yes. match oh. there we go guys full circle go back we do it all the time yes let's uh, let's talk about this finish of the match where they pull out a, a, a chain but before we get to that uh, a fan, quote unquote, yeah, which, stunt fan, stunt fan, rushed the ring, which they they played it off as if it was a real fan rushed the ring, and the referee had to get taken away, which I felt like was very creative. Yeah, and, and the idea of like the referee would be there, but he got hit in the scuffle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then to me, I felt like should it would have should have happened is the spray of the blood. A day's referee comes in, sees the blood. Glincing, ah, ring the bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it. As opposed to a fresh referee, yeah. who theoretically could be watching a yeah. monitor while this. How do you know how to go out then? And how does he know how to go out? Yeah. Where I feel like the the day's referee should be the one yeah. that makes the call. Yeah, was Where, it Slick Johnson? Did he? No, <laughs> Slick's it, like I can't look weak out there, man. <laughs> no, it was it was uh, Brian Hebner. No, who I feel like. I, Hibbs. I feel like if if that would have happened, I have less less of a disagreement with this, <laughs> but. Uh, I think there's a lot going on with this. What are your thoughts on it, Crystal? His slide into the ring, re-entering the ring after that scuffle well, was awesome. Well, yeah, I think. I mean, they only have X amount of moves a referee can do. And, <laughs> right. and a real and dominant like, slide is... Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. Power slide. Yes. Just in and right back out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Too hard. <laughs> I think that would have been got better. Got him every time with the... Got him with shot. the... Oh, shit! <laughs> and then he's not silly. And then he sees it. He's like, wait, that, that could be... <laughs> Like as he's sliding in, yeah, and then right back out. That would have been even and, better. Yeah, I can't remember. If it... <laughs> and then the let's all go to the lobby like screenshot pops up because that referee's now dead. Uh, <laughs> start our own wrestling company, guys. Let's let's, let's do one later. Let's do that. Uh, but Crystal, any more thoughts about this match before we move on? Um, or thoughts about Matt Morgan Seaman? Yes. I would prefer not. So if we're going to get penetrated, <laughs> if we go back to penetration, that would not be is the one. Matt Morgan the one? <laughs> no. Okay, okay. See, there okay. was also, I remember TNA at this time airing like a like a faux press conference about his 
jizz being blown into space. And I just remember, <laughs> wow. I just, I couldn't, I was like, why? It's his jizz, right? It's in his face. Like, we're talking about cum, right, guys? We're like, talking about his cum being shot into space. Like, the biggest money shot of all time. <laughs> this shit is astronomical. Just move over, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Get out of here, Remington Steele. <laughs> Just go ahead and call it. Like, I mean, it's not going to get better. What do you mean? The show doesn't get any better? <laughs> like we've, no. We've made this show better than the original we did. already. The remake is going to be fantastic. <laughs> While you're at it, go see the new it. <laughs> okay. If we got nothing more to discuss. We need, we need to move on to the promos right before the Ultimate X match because they need to run a whole bunch of them so they can set up Ultimate X, which God bless those guys. So they can go for goddamn ever. We have the Young Bucks promo, which is where Matt Jackson relays that it's his birthday. He is actually three years younger than me. Mm -hmm. Um, Suck it. Exactly. I'm sure a lot of wrestling fans wish the Young Bucks did this podcast, Mm -hmm. but I feel like we're hitting it out of the park right now. I'll be your Nick. The gauntlet has has been thrown down, Young Bucks. (laughs) The the gullet has been thrown. Yes, gullet, gauntlet. uh, All of them. All all the Gs. All of them. Our semen's been sent to space. (laughs) Uh, and we're and we're winning just like Kazarian said in his promo, <laughs> which I did not remember that being like time for like time. Was that that did all that shit happen in two thousand eleven? Yeah, like that's the thing. Like th- these like Kazarian's promo and then Robbie E's existence, yeah. all very two thousand eleven. Because you should have said like winning, and I would have been like, oh yeah, that shit was over in two thousand fourteen, and I'd have been three years late thinking about it. Yeah, winning and like Jersey Shore. We, yeah. we were. This is a time capsule. For 20, 2011. Let's shoot that in space, too. <laughs> oh, Robbie, you would love to have his juice in space. Oh. I'll tell you that much. He'd be like, Still, here's, here's a rag. Here you go. Like, it's just, I, came, I came prepared. I came prepared. I've got all cards. <laughs> I got some more in Cookie's bag, too. I just want to know. <laughs> Cookie. Oh, but by the way, just to let you guys know. Uh, in case you're before, curious. In case you're curious. Before the Ultimate X match happens. We still have two more hours to go. Jesus. This. Well, don't worry. This match is going to try to take up a third of it. <laughs> Just so you know, at this moment in time, <laughs> you have two more hours of wrestling to go. And only like four or five matches. <laughs> Not even. This is going to be match number four. Well, we're going to go talk to the Jarrett some more. Ultimate X, Kazarian versus Jeremy Buck versus Max Buck. Versus Robbie E. What are your thoughts on this, Crystal, being now the fourth match that you've seen that isn't really a traditional professional wrestling match? But all the crazy fucking shit that's about to yeah, happen. Yeah, like, what are your thoughts on seeing all of this? Um, kill me now. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, I, I think the participants um, in this match really tried to yeah. do that themselves, so... I said, is Kazarian trying to be Steven Seagal? Uh, really quite possibly. Quite possibly. And then know. I caught on to the... Jersey Shore knockoff. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And then I wrote, I'm slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It um, just trails off into nothing. <sighs> yeah. That's really what I wrote. I said, Cookie's not going to have a voice after this match. <laughs> and, and we'll all be grateful. Because <laughs> the whole time all this is happening, she's like, ah! And I'm sure her it. career would be, because I'm sure she's a heat magnet this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, is she even around anymore? Uh, not, not as Cookie, she... but like just in general. <sighs> I saw her tweet something that long ago. I don't know. I haven't heard from her in a while. 
Uh, don't say her name three times. It should okay. pop up. Uh-uh. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, every time I see Robbie, I just think like, gosh, can't just the head of the Boy Scouts just get in some weird sex scandal so that way, like, Global Force can hire me? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I just... <laughs> Come on, like he just really cashed in on just looking like yeah, that guy, looking like a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, and and he had, he is still employed with them to this day. <laughs> yeah, so I found him to him. be very annoying. Yeah, you know what? Nice guy, Russell, yeah. not too long yeah. ago, yeah. and Super he cool. is he has he much like myself has scraped every <laughs> possible penny out of professional wrestling. <laughs> he possibly he is one person that will not leave money on the table. In professional wrestling, <laughs> and you gotta respect oh, that. Oh yeah, I do respect so, that. Um, and he's really smart, actually. It's weird. It's really weird, like I, that uh, he's. Robert, like, I've, I've done some of his. Like I've been to some of uh, the shows that he's had seminars at, and I'll kind of listen. Smart fucking guy. Good for him for finding an angle and fucking milking it and hanging on to it for dear yeah. life. Still doing it. Still the exact Still. same gimmick. Oh yeah, yeah. I just wrestled him not long ago, and like spraying gotta... the hair, pumping the fist. Yeah. Put, put the match together in five minutes. Easy, barely broke a sweat. Yeah. The crowd loved it, you know, or at least that crowd did. I think people on the on the internet probably hated it. Of course, it. probably said uh, hashtag fuck Dixie. Yeah, hashtag fucks Dixie. Hashtag dud. Hashtag one star at best. So, <laughs> or no decent, rating. Or, or decent opener. I don't yeah, know. Whatever. You know, that's usually, that's usually my review. It was one. It's, it's two word reviews. Decent opener. You know. Yeah. That's that's the story of my career. <laughs> uh, I will say this match made my knees hurt. Oh god! Uh, and also too, I don't. I have way too much shoulder damage ever to be in this this match. Yeah. Like there's no way I could even. I'm just not crawl. hanging from that. No, uh, there's no way I could just just them hanging on to it mm-hmm. is the most impressive thing to me. Ever. Yeah. And and, and, I, and then to fall into moves from those things. Yeah. Yeah. The craziness, good. I think the observer rated this like nine out of ten. Huh. Uh, for the show, I mean, because on uh, they gave every every match on the show like a like out of ten rating, and they, I think they put this like a nine out of ten, and I think the AJ and Matt Hardy was a seven out of ten, or oh, really? or, or this match was a seven out of ten, and the I must say because I think that the, I th- excuse me, it was, it was okay. the reverse of that. This, that, this, that got, this, got, this match got a seven out of ten. Hardy and AJ got a nine out of ten. I see that, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But anything more about Ultimate X before we move on? Fucking Christ! Yeah. Is that the um? Generation Me's were on that. They were all fighting yeah. yep. for it, and that was the crossroads, just yep. belt yep. hanging. Mm-hmm. Thought the proverbial carrot interesting, <laughs> and also um, having the Generation Me's fight. Yeah. To the for the belt, I thought, oh, that's clever. Me, uh, me, me. Those guys today are the two of the biggest wrestlers in the world as yes. far as yeah. popularity. Their T-shirts just got uh, just started being sold at Hot Topics. Huh. Yeah. And they're not employed. Like real t-shirts? Yeah, like... <laughs> and they're, but not, they're not just staying outside of a Hot Topic. Like, hey, you guys want some t-shirts? Not a random one, no. They're just, not like I do. Not like me. Yeah. But like... But like, they're, they're not employed by WWE. They're independent. They make their own money. And yeah, mm-hmm. they are selling a lot of t-shirts as yeah. opposed to buying a lot of t-shirts like we do on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they're doing quite well for themselves. Yep. Uh, we see more footage of the Jarrett's honeymoon. We'll get to that probably in the culmination of that. But it is Probably what it, is. it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. We just don't bring it up. We get to <laughs> Beer Money with uh, Christy Hemi, which uh, starts off with a sexual assault, mm-hmm. but then uh-huh. uh, ends with uh, said, "No, let's talk about respect." Yeah. So, it, like, it turned into very a uh, school assembly skit well, there for a second yeah. there. What not to do, guys? Ready and see. Yeah, it was basically one of those things like they do with these, and I'm drinking, and then kids, let me talk to you why this was wrong. 
You know, and that's kind of how this promo was. Was like an after school special mm-hmm. or an assembly skit it's, where they're like, yeah. hold on, this is what's wrong. You know, and this is what I mean about <laughs> respect. You don't disrespect somebody who you care about. What the fuck? <laughs> that's kind of what I felt. But about. fuck this bird, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pigeon. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, slut. I mean, chicken, chicken head. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we gotta go. Let's go win a match. I did uh, say, who are these two douchebags? <laughs> what uh, the hell are they wearing? They're their top. And they're kind of rapey. <laughs> they're very kind of. Yeah, very. Very rapey. I was like, tag team champions mm-hmm. of what? Eiffel Tower and bitches, what's up? Chris is like, holler. <laughs> <laughs> Put a bitch on a spick, what's up? She's like, I got some beer money. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Mm. I'm cool, sure they dig that. I, I'm sure James Storm does that on a daily basis. <laughs> it's cool, man, fuck it. <laughs> uh, at the, like, so this, not like right in 2011, maybe a little bit right after. Um, like I was, like, I like TNA more in WWE at that time. Okay, and Beer Money was my absolute favorite tag team ever. Okay, they were fucking fantastic. They worked well team. together. Like I, I like the every bit of this tag yeah. match, and it has some people in there I, I really like. Um, you know, Rich Sh- Boy and Blue Collar Southern Boy being a tag team. Yeah, because they were just kind of thrown together. Because yeah. they because like. James Storm was a part of America's Most Wanted, and Chris Harris went off to WWE because mm-hmm. he thought it was a better decision, and everybody and thought James was going to flounder. And then Bobby Roode was exiled from Team Canada, so they were just kind of knocking around, and then they came together, mm-hmm. and it turns out they became the best tag what team that, that TNA ever had. Yeah. Hands uh, down. Bobby Roode, more recent than not, got signed to WWE. He's there now. He's on their main roster, on, I think, on SmackDown right now. Is he on SmackDown? Yep, SmackDown, yep. He's on SmackDown right now. Um, also, too, it's good to see Shannon Moore. Uh, he disappeared That's for arguable. a while, and then he popped back. I mean, I, I like Shannon. I go, go way back with Shannon. And then uh, uh, Jesse Neal. Is that Ink, Ink? Ink, Ink. Yep. Uh, Jesse Neal's story interests me a little bit. But what they did with him after the story culminated is real fucking odd. Yeah, like where he went from he was he was was he marine or? Yeah, he was he was in the U.S. Navy. Let me, I got the, actually all the particulars. He was oh. uh, he oh. served in the U.S. Navy. Get your notebook ready. Faded breast. Yeah, he <laughs> served in the U.S. Navy. He was on the USS Cole, which was attacked by a suicide bomb in, mm-hmm. in two thousand, and he actually lost some of his shipmates and caused him to have P- PTSD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then he went into professional wrestling and he debuted in wrestling in 2007 and then he started training with the Dudley Boys he made his TNA debut in 2009 and then he was shortly released from um, TNA I believe he had a job for like six years I think mm-hmm. I think he went all the way it was, it was quite a actually no he had like a six year run excuse me oh it says he retired in August of um, 2015. He was supposed to come back actually this year, but he actually broke his ankle. Um, he's been he was married to Christy Van Eri, and mm-hmm. then that divorce, and then he got married to Brittany Savage. He now has a child with her, so he's gone through two female wrestlers. The crib belly crib of yeah, later wrestlers. But, but, the, but the thing is, like he served in the U.S. Navy. Mm-hmm. He appeared on pay per views and for a, a national television company. Uh, 
married, has a kid now. Yeah. So it just, and, but every time I've been around him, he's always been very good brothery, which yeah. sometimes gets on my nerves a little yeah. bit. But at the same time, too, like, it's kind he's of done lit. a lot for the country, so fuck it, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, but like, he's lived a full life. Yeah. Like, I hope, like, he might have something else that he'll do. Like, who knows? He might open up a, a chain of. Know, some sort of store or gym <laughs> or know, a thing I with mean, stuff and goods are sold. He, he might come up with a new version of PWX, uh, PWX, uh, P90X, P90X, and gets all the rage, and then he's got another run of something else, and he makes a million dollars. I feel like there's, or oh, it's like a chain of juice bars or something. <laughs> steroids, not like I, uh, well, yeah, it's steroids, <laughs> steroid juice, as not like as, horse juice. As soon as President Trump makes steroids legal, which we know he will, it's gonna be huge. Jesse Neal's going to get it on the ground floor. Huge. So We have the best steroids in America, right? Yes, the best. exactly. Still still can't get weed in North Carolina, though. But we can no. get steroids in all 50 states. So, uh, and Jesse What's gonna... the weird story, though, that you're going to tell about them? Uh, well, he, he starts off as like uh, as like this more, uh, this Navy you know, like seaman. And and so like he's he's that, you know, just jack meathead, oorah kind of guy. And then now he's covered in tattoos and with another guy covered in tattoos. And just kind of... The, the the night and day shift of the character mm. uh, is is just real odd. Well, I feel yeah. like they almost like like Shannon like was coming into the company. Yeah, it's one of those things. Was like we still need. He he was that's the thing too. It's very weird. Like he was on TV, and I felt like he was almost like too green to be on TV. But mm. he I handled it the best he could. Yeah. But I definitely know he blasted the company publicly for not paying him enough or skipping checks. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a pay issue, and he, he was very public about it, which is part of the reason why he was kind of pushed out the back door and you know companies frown upon that yes they don't like it when you talk trash about them That's publicly right. like that regardless if they pay you or not right yeah exactly. whether you're right or not yeah. is irrelevant yeah so like but yeah I, I always found that very he's always been of enigma to me i can never get a bead on whether or not like he was a likable individual but yeah he's lived an interesting life uh for sure yeah so but uh, as far as this match goes it happens it happened like that's the thing like after everything we've kind of seen like it just it just kind of happens and it's okay. the, the one match that could be is you know considered normal it's yeah. this yeah and, and I'm fine with it uh, yeah. I, although the, the Jesse Neal's mohawk was very distracting with the blonde yeah like he was wearing like a mohawk wig <laughs> it was thing. weird yeah yeah, yeah. Like I he, had to stop and pause it for a minute I was like what he is looked, going he looked, on know what he looked like he looked like Dan Aykroyd <laughs> from the movie Dragnet from Dragnet yeah <laughs> yes like that's, that's I couldn't get <laughs> past that the wool in the wool chaps and yeah. he's like fighting the snake yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Tom Hanks look like you yeah. right now yeah oh yeah <laughs> god I'm gonna see that movie again that's one of my favorite movies Pep Streback yeah <laughs> Put the mother's tree back. Uh, but anything else we have to say about this tag match? No. Okay. Oh, good. The good days of Dilly Gaff. We will move right along to a, a Ric Flair promo with Matt Hardy. Uh, Crystal, this is what all the wooing is about. I had to look him up. Okay. Because I was like, I think that's the woo guy. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered he used to wear like feather boas. Big feather robes, yeah. Feather robes, yes. Oh, robes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your feathers were correct. You're that's, good that's not. Yeah, you're, you're, you're it's masculine. That's, that's less gay. Yeah, it is. Uh. Yeah, but, but no, what, what people say would be very gay is all the dick grabbing that's going Man! on. Man! There's a lot. So much goozle. You know what I, I have to say? <laughs> It, what? It, the goozle. It's, 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 it's match, number, match number six, AJ Styles taking on Matt Hardy. 
I see why this is 9 out of 10, because the dick grabbing <laughs> in this alone is... It's three stars right there. That, that, yeah, that, if, it, yeah like, that makes this five stars. Okay? And, and then I like Taz's line of saying, it's a five-on-two situation. That, <laughs> you know... Techni- technically five on three. If you, it depends if you count the Franks and the Beans all yeah. together, you know. But we, we <laughs> how do you get the Beans by the Franks? Yeah. So does that hurt when you guys do that in the ring? It has to hurt. I mean, I, 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 I don't right. really. What are we asking about? Well, <laughs> are you it, asking to really well, grab each other's you, dicks or like? Like, do you? Is my first only question. when it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. It what? all depends on how hard you grab. <laughs> if it, it obviously feels weird. Yeah. If you're curious about that. Yeah. Um, Do you stage it like you know it's coming, or? I was actually the point where like the was it the flare? Did they do a flare toss? Was that the deal? Yeah. Or like at least in the area, like he was up on the ropes and he got it. Yeah, yeah. Stopped him. Uh-huh. It's even called like the Ric Flair spot, where like they would go up top and they would grab and then kind of chuck them off. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, you know it's kind of coming. You just okay. call it that way. Mm-hmm. And usually when you do that, it's more like. Putting the hand here rather than now. If you're just trying to fuck with the guy, which I'll do a lot. Well, an ultimate warrior when you like press slam guys <laughs> mm-hmm. and it'd be that same type of press. Like sometimes it, you'd be just have a full handful yeah. of your dick. Yeah. And of course he was all like jacked up and like, and he'd be like <laughs> squeezing a little too hard. So like the fall would hurt. Down, down. Yeah. Like, I remember. I remember that's what George used to say is when the ultimate warrior would pick you up, he'd, he'd give you a full goozle, and then he'd squeeze a little too hard while you're up there, and you'd just be begging for him to just drop you like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> um, Fascinating. But yeah, but uh, but then there's Joey Ryan who flips people with his dick. Yeah. And I've, I've he's hung, on ESPN, so they fuck us. And I've I've hung on to his dick for like an entire time for you to talk for five minutes yeah. one time. Me too. So. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been holding that dick. Yeah. Touch that dick. Yeah. That's, that's a famous dick. We're always, you know, it's, it's not gay. It's pro wrestling. So we're always, it's what you talk. And even if it was gay, it doesn't matter. You're 2017. Yeah, Fucking I mean, grab every dick you want. Who cares? I don't mind it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mind it. He's as like, long as it's a consensual dick, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's far, I'm it's sure. It's called a goozle. Yeah, well, you know, just, um, it's more of a term. Like, goozle's like a verb. Yeah. Like, I, like, 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 you know, like, I, because let's get the grammar right. Yeah, we're talking on, about grabbing off. dicks, all right? We're not talking about proper nouns. Like, come on now. Nick, You're not going to see this a capital G anywhere. <laughs> like, Nick, like me grabbing your uh, your your arm, hey, your, no, your, 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 your elbow pit. Like, that's goozling. And I was just kind of squeeze that. Yeah. That'd be kind of goozling. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it's so it's a, not yeah, specific like, to dicks. No, 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 you, no, you no. can goozle anybody anywhere yeah. as long as it's consensual. So. Everybody, okay. everybody can get goozled, guys. Yeah, but like it's... consensual goozles. Okay. Yeah. To, to anybody in it. Unless you're beer money, then apparently... Then <laughs> it's just kind of weird. But then there's also a lesson at the end of it. When right, you're as money. long as there's because a lesson at the end, Look, okay. we kind of day-raped her just so we could tell you this. <laughs> just so we could tell you this about respect. Because this wasn't cool. Just we so we to... could tell you about respect. Yeah. <laughs> I killed this bitch to tell you guys killing ain't cool. <laughs> beer, money. Oh... <laughs> 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 this match with AJ and Matt great great nine, nine <laughs> yeah. out of ten nine out of yeah, ten yeah I get it great, it could great. be a little bit more dick spots but you know fuck me it's 2011 <laughs> well us We're discussing still... dick spots longer than this match went on I think proves that there's not enough dick spots in it 2011 real dick spots aren't going to get real hot till about 2016 2017 yeah so. uh, once again Flair ahead of the curve yeah he was doing that shit in the 80s yeah he was doing dick spots way earlier yeah but let I let it be known that after this AJ Styles Matt Hardy match, 
There's 45 minutes to go in this pay-per-view. Yarp. So, we, we gotta... Fasten your goddamn seatbelts. This is just getting started. Yes. Uh, more Jarrett Honeymoon stuff. <laughs> they lose their kids. They lose their kids at this time. That's probably better for the kids. Th- that though. tracks, that tracks. That yeah. tracks with what their regular life is like. Lucky kid. Um, we go to Ken Anderson interview. Um, and he... I think he was going for a double entendre when he said, assholes finish first. Is that, <laughs> I didn't is, get that. Is that a <laughs> comment about anal sex? I... Of course, I'll... if your butthole's finishing during anal sex, then... <laughs> wow. You have to get poo on your dick. No, don't make any poo on your dick, Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Assholes Didn't he... Wasn't he trying to compare, like, but if you're a douchebag, <laughs> that's all right. If you're an asshole, assholes finish. I was like, what is happening? It's going to break that down for us with a whiteboard, please. For what we have here, first off, you got an asshole. That's an asshole. I feel like you, that would have helped mm-hmm. explain it because I was lost. I mean, he had all that time. He had 45 minutes. He could have talked about this. <laughs> he yeah. Should, he could have. Broken it down better. I, I, I could just, I could just feel like you know the production is going. Oh fuck! We had to get a a, wa- a whiteboard for Scott Steiner doing that, and now we got to get a whiteboard down here to explain Ken Anderson. We got okay. a Steiner over here, guys. <laughs> but then they put in a hype video, and then they have Ken Anderson talk again. Yeah, and then we have a match. Um. With, with, and I forgot that this was the era where Rob Van Dam had that fantastic entrance song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob Van Dam! Whole fucking show! Yeah. Rob Van Dam! Because <laughs> let me tell you about this band. They debuted that song at uh, Wrestle Reunion, PWG's uh, Super Show yeah, for uh, Wrestle Reunion. Uh, he had this band play live because he was the main event. And that band was so... Uh, obnoxious and and hard to deal with to get a sound check they did a sound check that was almost longer than the entire pwg show beforehand and they were just a nightmare to deal with to get the sound guy right so then when rob van dam comes up for the main event you're like okay these guys have given us a headache all night long and they're just gonna play this entrance song let's see and you're expecting fucking metallica fade to black you know led zeppelin (laughs) something fucking tremendous if you're gonna be that nitpicky of how the sound of everything is going to be. You're expecting that. And what do we get? Rob Van Dam! Whole <laughs> <laughs> fucking show! I was just like, I fuck, I lost my mind. I'm like, we fucking bent over backwards for this fucking shit? <laughs> like, we could have got a fucking Mr. Microphone and it would have sounded all the fucking same. Fuck you guys. I could have played a goddamn... Look, give me that guitar. Rob Van Dam! Whole fucking show! Yeah. Fuck you. Um... But uh, this match was a little rough. Yeah, I, and I really I love uh, Mr. Anderson. I do too. I do too. He was he <laughs> like, was one of the few people that were cool to me when I did WWE extra talent yeah. work. Like he was one of the few, especially during a time when everybody went out of their way of being an asshole. Mm-hmm. He went out of his way to be nice. So I, I don't want to point out too much of the obvious that the internet's already pointed out. Obviously, yeah. this match I did. Uh, after one of the spots he did kind of flub I you could hear him audibly say god damn it guys I know I know I know I love that he tries to go for the good Jerry Lynn RVD open and it just doesn't really work his strength is just talking and yeah. uh, you know he's even said his strength is he's a punch kick guy I'm yeah. a punch kick guy I feel for him 
All right. And also, too, I think Rob Van Dam would be kind of off timing wise and weird to wrestle sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I think you have to be. Especially very, in TNA times. Especially yeah. in TNA times. I think you have to be extremely <laughs> technically proficient to wrestle someone like him. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody could really pull a really great match out of him at this particular time yeah. right here. And also, too, I don't think he really wants to meet you in the middle a whole lot. Yeah, I was about to say, he's not going to come down to you. You guys. Go back to the PWG show, I remember him looking right at Chris Hero and Roderick Strong and saying to them, uh, to their face, he goes, hey, if this match is bad, it's not going to be my fault. And, and this is what, you know, coming from a guy who hadn't been wrestling in a couple of years. Yeah. So. You sure it's not? Because I feel like it might. Yeah. But they pulled it <laughs> off and it was fine. Uh, this didn't necessarily go that way. But ended in a double count out, which leads us to the hype for the match. Um, hype that lasted longer than the match. Um this is a match they just saw 10 days prior. We see Jeff Hardy promo, Sting video again, and get us to our main event, match number eight, Jeff Hardy taking on Sting. You see Jeff Hardy stumble to the ring. And look completely confused and lost the entire way. Uh, I think like he, he wants to go shake a hand, but he's like, what the fuck are hands? And, <laughs> and that's the thing too, he's very much a uh, kind of a weird character this time. Anyways, mm-hmm. you don't know if he's being weird, but then you see him stumble on the ring steps. I'm like, yeah. oh no. He's messed up. Which is why we did this episode. Th- this this main event right here is... Um, the reason we put you through three hours of bullshit. This this particular match right here, this is widely regarded mm-hmm. as a, a low point in professional wrestling. I understand that. Um, last match, main event. <laughs> this, is, this is like the headliner of a comedy show getting super drunk and doing five minutes and walking off. <laughs> only only does that. his closer and then induces out. <laughs> yeah. Like, calls the table in the front row a cunt. <laughs> realizes it's bad. People walk out. But then he decides, you know, I don't want, you don't, I don't want, you don't walk me, I walk you. Yeah. <laughs> Gets real fucking dirty. Then I'm a fucking poet. And then, yeah, yes, then fucking leaves. <laughs> like, um, that's kind of what the equivalent of this is. Uh, I like how Taz uh, made the comment of, uh, he, what was I say? Like, he lost the title. Because he had no clue who his opponent would be. Well, I feel like that's kind of the way Jeff Hardy feels right now. Yeah. <laughs> still does not know. Still, still does not know who his opponent's going to be. A lot of people make note to Brian Hefner, Hefner giving the X symbol as going to the ring. I don't think that really means anything. I don't know what that would mean. He's just regulators mount up. I think he's just really like, this is fuck, and I'm just letting you all know. <laughs> I don't think that's any like clear indication of don't anything. Don't put the goddamn camera on me. Don't put the goddamn camera on me. Yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy's like weird look, mm-hmm. and then he flips the bird. <laughs> um, like you do. <laughs> you, know. you have a couple t-shirts, you gotta flip the bird. I'm a, I'm a goddamn poet! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yes, ah! This is very much tracking as a headliner getting drunk <laughs> and telling everybody fuck off. I'm a fucking poet. Who lost my goddamn t-shirt? Yeah. Fuck you. Does the t-shirt thing when he's the biggest heel but he's still kind of the biggest baby face? People still want the t-shirt? <laughs> well, yeah, I'd be like, fuck you. But like, yeah, I'm not paying for merch. Let's go. That's, that's a $30 you, t-shirt, guys. Before, before we get there, Bishop comes out and says we're going to make this no DQ. Why? 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 And I, think, I like to think that Sting went, bullshit we are. Yeah, I feel like Sting knows exactly what the yeah. fuck's going to happen. Call it what you want. I you think put a Brian, cage around this at this point. I feel like Brian Hefner knows exactly <laughs> what the fuck's going to happen. And we have what happened. Crystal, after you've gone through this marathon long show, what are your thoughts on this 88-second main event? 
I thought the opening sequence was much better than the main event itself. Okay. <laughs> Where the, he, like, the, the mask and the scorpion, <laughs> some weird like video game. The music. hype, yep, the hype was better than I the. I felt like that was better than the video pack, which was better than yeah. what you got. That's awesome. Yeah, it's quite true. Is that unfair? You, no, you, no, it is not <laughs> forgiving even. <laughs> but you know what I will say? I will say I will come out in defense of this. Uh oh. Thank God it only made it eight seconds. Hey, <laughs> good hey, on that man. referee for being like, no, you didn't kick out. I, I, yeah, well, I almost feel like Sting, like, re- Sting really put the uh, weight on Like, there's certain, arguably, there's rules that if you do, you get disqualified. Okay, disqualified. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like what the first match was. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> or lack thereof in that one. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I, after going through this marathon of a show, I was thankful that we just got the 88 seconds. Mm-hmm. But I will, but I will, because we, you and I have been on long shows mm-hmm. where you and I were wrestling Rock and Roll Express. Yep. And they basically called a match very yep. similar to this. Best night ever. Show goes two hours, two and a half hours. We're like half an hour over. They were real cool about it. Guys, if you want to go out there and you want to do stuff, we'll do it. But everyone's fucking leaving. Three minutes, Ricky. Let's go. It was it was almost it was, ninety seconds it was, as well. It was a three minute match, and two thirty of that was them getting in the ring, and yes. then bell rang, finish, and we're done. Yes. So I, I, biggest I, reaction of the night. Exactly. <laughs> and as long as this show was, and it went eighty eight mm-hmm. seconds, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I I had seen enough. I, I was done. Um, I'm perfectly okay with it. But people were extremely mad. And like I said, this is the promotion people love to shit on. Mm-hmm. So when you give them something this juicy, mm-hmm. this wonderful piece of prime rib that you can just dissect and shit and hate fuck the <laughs> fuck out of, the internet exploded over this. And it was so bad that TNA gave away this show for free on their streaming site yeah. and so people could see it. And, and then they, you gave it to me. And, and I gave it to you. Aww, they thanks. suspended Jeff Hardy over this match. Yes. Made him go to rehab. And actually, Jeff Hardy, in his interview, his Art of Wrestling interview with yes. Colt Cabana, he brought up and said that this was a very eye-opening experience for him. This, uh, he said that, And me. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Eyes open as... Uh, hence why everybody wanted water today. Nobody was yeah, like, hey, do you got a beer or anything? Like, no, I'm, I'm on the sobriety train. <laughs> I've seen Victory Road 2011. (laughs) I need to get back on track. I had a few t-shirts to get through this, and then I learned something, and I was like, man, I'm switched to water. Yeah, I'm going to go back to water. What's the opposite of a t-shirt? Because I'm going to have one of those. But he he said that this he was between he was facing drug charges. He felt like the trials kept getting delayed. He was feeling a little bit better, and was going to be okay Mm -hmm. about it. Um, But that's when he started taking more somas. Mm And that's basically, up. he was all somewhat up, and that's basically how this incident happened. He, when he watched it back, he said it was an eye opener, it was a very sobering experience for him. He went straight into outpatient rehab, and he Sting actually, was cool with him the whole time. Sting, you know, you know, understood, and but Sting was like, Nope, I'm not gonna let you hurt me, yeah. Uh, and we're getting out of here. But Jeff said that actually, uh, 2012 was actually one of the best years of his career. So this was kind of the turning point for yeah. him, and I think he's been pretty much sober ever since mm-hmm. he went to the. He's now in had. WWE. Now in WWE, killing Again. him and Matt. I do feel bad though. Typical Matt at this time. This is before Matt really 
came into his own with the, the whole broken broken Matt Hardy and deletion. Like he's trying all kinds of stuff like cold blooded Matt Hardy. Yeah. He's really trying to figure out what his next thing is. And the thing eventually what he found was broken Matt Hardy, which probably pushed him out in front of Jeff as far as exposure mm-hmm. and likability and, and being more over. I'm sure at this time, you know, Matt went to the back and was like, man, I had a really good match with AJ. And then he's like, man, I can't wait to go online and see all the positive reviews about this match. So I can't wait to type into Google Hardy Victory <laughs> Road and see all the positivity just flow into me. <laughs> but instead... What you think about that, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and just his brother <laughs> just flooding the internet. <laughs> With awfulness. There's probably no way that Matt was able to Google yeah. a positive review of no. this match because of what his brother did. Jeff Hardy sucks so much, fuck Matt Hardy. Yeah, like... <laughs> God damn it. That's probably why it wasn't 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> You got that because you had... You shared DNA together. You shared DNA. We gotta take it down. We gotta yeah. take it down. Take it out of orbit. You're taking yours back, Matt Harder. <laughs> but like I said, it's, 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 it's glad that he was able to turn a corner from this. But that that is that just right there is why this is regarded even worse than Victory Road 2009, which we done. Which I feel like that was a far worse yeah. show than this was. I feel like this had some ups and downs. Much like a good James Bond <laughs> flick from the 80s. Like, it has its low points that are laughable. Yeah. But it has some very good action sequences. Mm-hmm. And there are some performances that I'm quite happy with. Oh, and yeah. something innovative about it. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I think you, you can't really hate fuck the shit out of <laughs> TNA. Look Not like at, you want to. Like you want to. Like everybody wants to. Come into TNA with an open mind. Come into it like like a Roger Moore, James Bond <laughs> flick. Not everything's going to be great. We know that. We know Roger Moore is 57 years old. We know he's making out with a girl who has a mother that's older than Roger Moore. But we're okay with that because Christopher Walken is the villain. Okay? We're going for it, guys. We're going for it. There's blimps. There's great stunt work. Let's just go. <laughs> so, like, just come into TNA with an open mind. That's that's pretty much my my thoughts on the whole show. What are your it's thoughts, Chris? Still that way. So, my thoughts. I don't have any more thoughts. <laughs> this made me dumb. I think. <laughs> I think. Um, I appreciate your perspectives on it. Okay. <laughs> Well, I pre- How is that? I, 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 I'm a goddamn poet. I'm a poet. <laughs> <You're> a fucking poet. <laughs> I feel like there were a lot of similarities to comedy. <laughs> the depression end of it all, and, and, and the tragedy, all of it. Yes. Yeah, the tragedy. failing the tragedy. so much. Yes. The creativity, the tragedy, the whole <laughs> going to that, rehab, the hacking, the going to rehab. Yeah, there's a lot of. Somewhere yeah, and we're just off the heels of Pablo Francisco. Like, <laughs> I thought that. That's what I thought about when you said that. I was like, so there what? you go. Jeff Hardy is the Pablo Francisco <laughs> yes. of professional oh, wrestling. Oh, so bad. Yeah, so bad to watch. Especially when he's like, oh, you think I can get the crowd back? <laughs> I think I can and get the crowd back? <laughs> yes. If you ever want to see a human being get stuck on repeat like a vinyl record, uh, look at Pablo Francisco. Meltdown. No, so, done. Mm. Done. Uh, Zane, what are your We did it. This is probably our best episode. <laughs> yes. Oh. This this podcast was better than the show. I, I agree. I, 
probably the year of 2011 for TNA also. And, you know, we came in at a stealth uh, hour and 15 minutes. Love it. So we're getting like, real good at this. We're getting, pretty, we're getting okay. pretty good at this. But we're we'll, podcasting real good. Absolutely. But before we get out of here, this is going to come out uh, next Thursday. Crystal, is there any way, anything you want to plug and let people know they get in touch with you? and Or if anybody's like, hey, I, the only thing I know about pro wrestling is Junkyard Dog. It's like... <laughs> Favorite yeah. wrestler still Kane, yeah, uh, or whatever. Anything you want to plug or let people know how they can get in touch with you? Um, they can uh, follow me on Twitter at Crystalera, C R Y S T A L L E R A, and then you can find me on this Facebook. Facebook? <laughs> You're on Facebook too? <laughs> it's all this, you know, wrestling. <laughs> Be your money. Be- uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, James Storm, if you're listening. That's it. That's it. The end. Zane, like I said, next Thursday, what do you want to know about? This time, this coming Saturday, I'll be at AML Wrestling in Tom uh, Thomasville, North Carolina. Uh, the following weekend, Jake, you and I will be at Supercon. No, we'll be at Animate in Animate. Miami. Yes. Uh, then I'll be going to Vegas. For the wedding of Bob Keller. The second wedding of Bob Keller. He didn't get it right the first time. Oh, uh, who does? Um, Yeah, I'll be with you in Animate. I I actually got a bunch of comedy shows before this actually comes out. uh, So I can't really plug those. But let's just say I crushed all of them. Yeah. Nailed it, boys. Nailed it. Fucking poet. Um, I I said Animate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm a fucking poet. (laughs) I I, I may have a meltdown on the the Thursday one. (laughs) It's at Petra's. It's kind of got a David Lynch feel anyways there. So like... You've probably already read about in the newspapers and on Facebook. Yeah. So, yeah, you've probably already heard about that by now. Comes out, actually drops the same day as that, this episode happened. So, mm-hmm. come see my meltdown at Petra's yeah. tonight <laughs> if you watch this in a t- if you listen to this in a timely fashion. Which you don't. Which you don't, <laughs> judging by the subscribers, everybody. <laughs> like, you know, you, once you support me like you support the other guy who shares the birthday, Matt Jackson, I dare you. I have t shirts at fucking Hot Topic. I mean, I slide them into the discount section, but when they're I, there. Yeah, when I say Hot Topic, I mean, uh, hotofthisgetbook.com is what I meant. <laughs> But uh, I we have grassroots professional wrestling on August thirteenth in Eden, North Carolina. Also, too. August. August. I'm like, wow, you're a planner. How many once shirts again, you have? Once, once again, I said meltdown is coming, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, October thirteenth, and then also at the end of the month, I've got wrestling revolver and fest wrestling. I mm-hmm. one of those is in Iowa, and then the next day I have to be in Florida. The next day, still don't know Good how luck. I'm gonna do. Don't know how I'm gonna do that yet, but I'll figure it out. Uh, but those trains and automobiles. Th- those those are some big ones right there. That if you're in the Florida area or the Iowa area make sure you check those out but as always you know if I've made a mistake or if you want to let me know something make sure you get up with me on Twitter at Manscout Manning or email me at Jake at SSLshow.com as I aforementioned how did this get book.com is where you can buy my t-shirts um, if you want to know how you could be directed to the Young Bucks uh, <laughs> t-shirt store go to uh, go to how did this get Go to the howtobiscuitbook.com. I'll, I'll direct you there. Maybe <laughs> email it. Email yeah, it. email me there. Yeah, that's the best way to get up and get like the t-shirts at Hot Topic, you know? Or maybe you buy one of my t-shirts instead. You're like, hey, these t-shirts are just as good, right? Maybe you buy one of our t-shirts, wear that t-shirt, go to Hot Topic, and give the Young Buck t-shirts the finger. There we go. I, I, and you know what? Anybody that does that, 
I will mention your screen name over and over again. <laughs> much like I must mention Evan Pitfield. Thank you very much for writing a review for How Did This Get Booked on Top. Normal didn't go and and I haven't. Che- I, di- I didn't check before this. Episode, oh man! So I, I, I hope it says it. Fuck Evan Pitfield. <laughs> I hope so too, because my my standard is and whoever writes the review. Once I see that review, I will mention your name until I see another review pop up. So Evan Pitfield, right now you are currently the name that I'm mentioning. <laughs> two right weeks now. in a row. Two weeks in a row. But as always guys make sure you write a review so you can fuck evan or fuck over dennis who might have fucked over evan uh, <laughs> but also to make sure you subscribe on itunes stitcher google play um soundcloud youtube for all of those things ladies and gentlemen this has been another edition of how did this get booked <laughs> <laughs> Woo! you love a poet i'm a fucking poet <laughs>